Hi, welcome to Habits for Humans, the podcast that explores what makes people tick and how to program this brain of ours through positive habits. We are going to explore why in some areas of our lives we can really rock it and succeed, while in other areas we struggle and may flounder a bit. If we want to be our to be healthy and happy, what is the secret to programming our brain to maximize our potential? I'm your host, Pamela Henry, and in this episode, we're going to continue to explore the four foundational principles to help you maximize your potential. We have several giveaways, so if you like free gifts, please make sure you listen until the end. First, a word from our sponsors. This episode of Habits for Humans is brought to you by Card Salad, the company that provides done-for-you meal planning so that you never have to reach for the mac and cheese again. And the Success Choice, a company that provides tools to help you filter through the noise of life and establish positive routines to find balance, order, and joy in the journey. Today, I'm going to again be the host and the guest. This is our third Foundational Principles video. Um, where I will be both the host and the guest. So I will introduce myself like I in the third person as if I were the guest of this show. Pamela Henry is the owner of the Success Choice and the creator of the award-winning Success Choice Planner, Choosing, the, Choosing Joy in the Journey Journals and the Success Choice Challenge Workshop. She regularly writes for the Daily Herald in her column, Choosing Success. Pamela is passionate about inspiring herself and others to improve themselves and their worlds and to choose joy in their journey. Her planners, journals, and workshops help you filter through the noise of life and establish positive routines to find balance, order, and joy in the journey. So to start each episode, we always talk about one habit that we have that helps us to manage our stress and helps to contribute to our mental wellness. And one habit that I like to do is in the mornings while I'm getting ready, I like to listen to something educational or motivational. I find that that really helps to get my day going. So would you like to incorporate some positive habits into your life that help you to become your best self that have become automatic so that you don't have to constantly think about them so that you don't have to keep struggling with the same goals over and over? then this episode is for you. In this episode, we're going to talk about why habits and routines are so important and why we often struggle to incorporate these habits and routines and how we can overcome this struggle and make these habits more automatic for ourselves. As Aristotle so wisely stated, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. So why are habits and routines so important? The first reason is that they contribute to our overall joy and happiness. Our daily habits determine how we feel at the end of the day and what we accomplish. If we want to get results that move us closer to our ideals, then it's our habits and choices that make all the difference. If you're familiar with Maslow's hierarchy of needs, he has a needs pyramid where at the top, the pinnacle of that pyramid is self-actualization, which is the desire to become the most one can, the, the desire to be the most one can become. So if we aren't regularly growing and improving, we can feel like something is missing in our lives. 
In our last episode, we talked about the importance of setting goals and having something meaningful to work towards. But oftentimes, we don't stick with these goals because we haven't established habits and routines that support this change that we want to make in our lives. So it's important to take the time to sit down and set some routines and habits that are centered around what you value, centered around your goals. This really helps to shift the momentum in your life and it contributes to your joy and your fulfillment. Habits and routines are powerful influences in our life, which leads to the second reason that habits are so important. It's because they help you to become more efficient. They actually help you to save energy and free up your mind to work on other things. 96% of what we do every day is automatic. This means that we don't have to think about it. Can you imagine if you had to think about every heartbeat, every breath, every time you needed to blink your eyes or digest your food, it would completely emotionally and physically exhaust you. These, these functions are set up to just run in the background so that your mind can be freed up to do other things. Our everyday routines also become automatic. Recently, I taught my daughter how to drive and I had to really intentionally think about every little step that has become so automatic for me. Like when you get in the car, you put on your seatbelt and you put your foot on the brake, you start the car and you adjust your rear view mirror, you check your surroundings, you um, take off the emergency brake, put the car in reverse. These are all actions that happen even before you leave your driveway. For me now, sometimes I get in the car and it seems like I just magically appear at my destination because these things have become so automatic for me now. What about spontaneity and creativity? Some people say that having routines and habits stifles your creativity and kills spontaneity, but actually the opposite is true. Having the structure in your life really helps to free up your mind to create. There are several professions that rely on routines to be more effective. As surgeons are a prime example of, of someone who has really strict routines to make them more effective and to keep the patient safe. A few years ago, my mother-in-law went in to have surgery on her shoulder and the wrong shoulder was operated on by mistake. A couple of weeks ago, I went in to have surgery on my foot and as part of the prep for the surgery, the nurse came in and handed me a Sharpie and told me to write yes on the foot that needed the surgery. This is a new routine to help lessen the chance of error and make the surgeon more effective. Pilots, um, this is another profession where they have checklists that uh, make sure that the plane is functioning properly to make sure that we're safe. Very critical to have those routines in there. Athletes are also famous for having rituals that make them more effective in their sport. So ultimately, positive routines save us time and energy, and by making the habits automatic in our lives that, that are in relation to the, our values and goals can really help free up our energy to work on other things and to be more effective. The third reason that habits and routines are so important is that the structure provided routines really helps provide stability in our lives to help us weather the storms of life. 
So the authors of The Power of Full Engagement say rituals serve as anchors, ensuring that even in the most difficult circumstances, we will continue to use our energy in the service of the values we hold most dear. We are all creatures of habits, but it is the quality of the habits that determine the quality of our lives. So if we want a better life, we need to create better habits. And it's important to be intentional and to look at the current habits that are in your life. Are they pulling you up and closer to who you want to become or pulling you down and away from who you want to become? Why is it so difficult to implement a new habit? Like if you decide you wanna start exercising, why is it so difficult to stick with it? Sometimes we can get discouraged when we're implementing a new habit or when we're trying to actually quit a habit, get rid of a bad habit. And we get discouraged because we don't see immediate results with small efforts. If we eat well and exercise for a whole week, we aren't instantly fit and healthy. It takes time to develop these habits. Sometimes we can see someone that seems to get immediate results and to get big results all of the sudden, but actually it's usually the accumulation of long-term effort that suddenly results in, in big results. So in the book, Atomic Habits, um, the author talks about uh, this experiment with an ice cube. And he said, imagine that you're in a very cold room. You can see your breath, it's freezing in there. And on the table in front of you is an ice cube and it's 26 degrees in this room. But gradually the temperature starts to rise and it goes from 26 degrees to 27 to 28 to 29, 30, even 31, and no change with that ice cube. The ice cube stays just the same. But then it turns, the temperature moves up to 32 degrees and that ice cube starts to melt. So he says, Breakthrough moments are often the result of many previous actions which build up the potential required to unleash a major change. So mastery takes time and focus. So focus on your systems and your processes. Initially, when you're setting up a new routine, it takes a lot of time and effort. Uh, there's a, a push with setting up this new routine. I don't know if you're old enough to remember the big heavy metal merry-go-rounds that used to be on the playgrounds at elementary schools. But I remember my friends and I would try to get that big heavy merry-go-round going and it was a big push to start that going. But eventually we'd start walking around and then as we kept pushing, would start running as it started going. And then we would start, it would start going so fast that we couldn't even keep up that would have to jump on and then let that momentum carry us. So like the merry-go-round, new habits take time and are a push in the beginning. You need to push yourself to get up and run every day for a while to make that call, to plan your day, whatever it is that you're, whatever habit you're trying to instill in the beginning, there is an initial push, but then it becomes a pull. After you do it enough, you start to want to do it. So if you know people that exercise regularly, then if they something comes up and they can't exercise, they really miss it. Like for me, after having this foot surgery, I really miss my regular exercise routine because it has become such a habit and pull in my life. 
So how can we make our habits a pull? I'm going to talk about three tips that can help make these habits a pull and make them easier to incorporate into your life. So the first is to choose habits that support what is most important to you. This is an inside out approach to achieving your goals and implementing habits that are based on your values and creating habits that are part of your identity. So this is why we began this whole series, spending a lot of time getting clear on what you really value. And when you create habits that are based on your identity, then the more you act on it, the easier it is to act in alignment with that identity. Sometimes there are decisions that you can make just once that are identity decisions. I remember when I was younger in school being taught that if you just decide that you're never going to drink or smoke or take drugs, then you don't have to con constantly think about it. If you're faced with that opportunity, you can just say no because you have decided that this isn't who you are. This isn't part of your identity and you're not going to do it. I have friends who run every morning. They rain, run, rain, shine, sleep, whether they're traveling, whatever the circumstance, they get up and run every morning. It's not just a habit, it's part of their identity. They are runners. They don't have to get up every morning and say, hmm, do I feel like running today? Do I have time? Do I want to? No, instead, this is who they are. They're runners. They have decided that, they're, that they run every day. They don't have to waste time and energy deciding and debating with themselves. What can you commit to today that can take you closer to your ideals? True behavior change is identity change. You can start a new behavior based on motivation, but you don't usually stick with it based on motivation. You stick with it when it becomes part of your identity or part of your lifestyle. So you can first Think about what your ideal is. Let's say you have the ideal that you want to be fit and healthy. And you can think about what the identity would be of a fit and healthy person. So if you feel like you're not actually there yet, you can, when faced with a decision, you can ask yourself, what would a fit, healthy person do in this situation? Recently, I went to a holiday party where I noticed, I was paying attention, and some of my most fit and healthy friends really focused on the conversations and the interactions with others and not on the treat table. They usually would just grab a glass of water to walk around while they talk to people, or maybe they'd get a plate with some veggies and, and dip, or maybe just one small treat that they carried around the whole time and just really focused on those interactions with others, while others seem to focus mostly on the treats. So if you are whatever habit is that you're trying to instill or whatever the new identity you're trying to adopt for yourself, if you're struggling, you can ask yourself, what would someone who has mastered this do in this situation? And sometimes that can help you. So when creating a new habit, um, it is more likely that you're going to stick with that new habit if it's not too difficult. So this leads us to our second uh, tip, which is to start small. So if you wanted to stay with the analogy of exercise, if you want to start exercising in the mornings, you could start out by just laying out your exercise clothes the night before, or when you get up in the morning, putting on your running shoes. 
BJ Fogg in his book, Tiny Habits says, keeping changes small and expectations low is how you design around fair weather friends like motivation and willpower. When something is tiny, it is easy to do, which means that you don't need to rely on the unreliable nature of motivation. So our third tip now for creating these habits and making them automatic is to link the new behavior with something. So maybe link it with something that you already do routinely or link it with a specific time and place. So I'm going to give you some examples. Um, so these are some examples of things that you already do routinely that you could link a behavior to. So let's say, for example, that you wanna do a yoga stretch right after you brush your teeth in the morning. Or you could listen to something educational while you're driving to work. Or you could write for 10 minutes a day, or sorry, you could write for 30 minutes a day right after breakfast, or work out right after you drop your kids off at school, or make 10 client calls right after lunch. Now I'll give you a few examples of um, some things that you can do based on place and time. So maybe you want to write each morning in your office from 10 till noon. Or you might want to plan your upcoming week while you're sitting at your desk before you leave work at five o'clock on Friday afternoon. Or maybe when you get into bed each night, you might pull out your planner or journal and write down three things that went well that day. These are just ideas to get you thinking. So think of your own activities and what you might be able to link them to. It could be something that you already do routinely, or it could be a place or a time. It can also be helpful to think about activities linked with the different areas of, of your life that are daily, weekly, monthly, and quarterly. So let's say that you have the ideal in the, the area of balance, health and physical of I'm fit and healthy and have abundant energy. I love how I look. A daily activity could be exercise. Weekly, create a healthy menu plan for the week. Monthly, weigh in at a support group and quarterly sign up for a race or competition. Under Organize Beautify, let's say that you have the ideal of my home and yard are beautiful, inviting and orderly. My home is a comfortable haven from the stresses of the world. Daily, you might make your bed tidy, sweep and wash your dishes. Weekly, you might check off your weekly cleaning to do's in your planner. Monthly, you might deep clean an area of your house, like maybe wash your windows or clean your upholstery. And quarterly, maybe you want to do a bigger project like paint a room or refinish a table, or maybe just replace some decorative pillows on your couch. So you might wanna think about each area of balance and think about what activities you could do that are quarterly or daily, weekly, monthly, or quarterly. The two times of day that you have the most control over your schedule is they are when you first wake up in the morning and right before you go to bed at night. So maybe consider creating routines around those two times of the day. When you first wake up in the morning, what could you do related with what you value and right before you go to bed at night? So just um, to give you an example, I'll talk about a few of my routines that and how they link to some of my values. So when I first get up in the morning, I like to chat with my husband. We'll talk about the day and, and have a little bit of time in the morning uh, chatting. And this would be under relationships. Then I put on my workout clothes and I head downstairs and I make myself a green probiotic drink, which this would fall under health. 
And then while I'm drinking this drink, I like to read my scriptures, which would fall under or spiritual spirituality and values. Then I leave and go to a workout class, which again would be health and physical. When I get home, I make myself breakfast. I do a hot cereal that takes three minutes to cook. And while it's cooking, I play this little game with myself that I try to unload the dishwasher before the timer goes off after three minutes. So that would fall under organize, beautify. Then I eat my breakfast and then I go get ready for the day. And while I get ready, I like to listen to something educational. So this would fall under learn and create. And then I leave for work, which would of course be financial. And then later in the evening when I get home, I like to make dinner for my family, which I would consider service. And then we eat together as a family and sometimes watch a show together, which would be under relationships and family. Then we load the dishwasher and tidy up, which would be organized, beautify. And then before I go to bed, I like to review my next day and, and do some planning, which again would be organized, beautify. And then I write down three things that uh, went well that day in my planner or journal, and this is under emotional fitness. So these are just some ideas, just some examples to get you thinking. But just remember to start small and don't get overwhelmed with too many things. Um, you know, just create one habit, one routine. And when you've established that, then you can add another. So it is the small consistent things that we do that make up who we are. Being intentional about these small consistent things is what helps us to become our best selves. In Atomic Habits, the author says, it is easy to overestimate the importance of one defining moment and underestimate the value of making small improvements on a daily basis. Too often we convince ourselves that massive success requires massive action. Meanwhile, improving by 1% isn't particularly notable. Sometimes it isn't even noticeable, but it can be far more meaningful, especially in the long run. Habits are the compound interest of self-improvement. So it doesn't matter how successful you are or aren't right now. What's important is that you get on that road to success. So your direction is way more important than where you are right now. And just a tiny change in your direction can make a huge difference over time. So if you can think about, just imagine that there are two people standing side by side in a big field and the person on the right turns just a few degrees to the right and the person on the left turns just a few degrees to the left and then they both start walking in a straight line. They get further and further and further apart and over time they end up in very different destinations. So really think about the direction that you're going and focus on the processes more than just the end result. Focus on the direction that you're going. Success is the product, excuse me, success is the product of your daily, weekly, quarterly, or daily, weekly, monthly, and quarterly actions. So just as a quick review, over the, these past three episodes, we have talked about four principles that are vital to helping you to become the person, to become your best self. The first was awareness. The second, evaluation and reflection. The third was setting goals and having milestones. 
And the fourth was establishing positive routines and habits and making them automatic. In the first episode, we really went into depth in creating awareness around each of the areas of balance and reflecting on where you are, where you wanna be, and what you truly value in each of those areas of balance. In the second episode, we talked about goals and why they are important and why we often struggle with goals and some tips for accomplishing your goals. And then in today's episode, we um, talked about why routines and habits are so important and why we often struggle with um, setting up these habits and how we can overcome this struggle and some tips to accomplishing and uh, setting up these positive habits. So decide today where you want to be in each area of balance. Think about what you stand for, what it is that you value. Take small, consistent actions that support your identity. Think about becoming the person that you want to become and what actions can lead to this to get the results that you desire. To help make your actions a habit, we talked about three tips to help you to establish those habits. And the first is to create habits around what you value. The second is to start small. And the third was to link your behaviors with either something you already do routinely or with a specific place and time. So remember to focus on the process, on the journey, not just the outcome and commit to incorporating these positive habits of awareness, of reflection and evaluation, of setting goals and milestones, and establishing positive habits and routines in your life and making them automatic. And this will help you to become your best self. Thank you so much for joining us. This is Habits for Humans, the podcast that teaches you how to build an amazing life by developing intentional habits. Remember to check the show notes so that you can get all of your freebies and thank you in advance for your positive review. Have a wonderful day.